So hi everyone and welcome to Architecture in the Den and today I'm delighted that we've got uh, Rachel Bell on the call. So welcome to uh, the podcast. Thank you very much Lisa, great to be here. Cool, so I'm so excited to have you on because, drum roll, I'm sure everyone knows, but you've just um, you've just joined Women in Property as the chairman, the national chairman. Or chair, we're calling it now. So oh, yes, we've, we've changed it all. So uh, yeah, national <laughs> chair for Women in Property. National chair. Yes, I remember when I was uh, I was involved in women in property, um, and I think we were calling it chairman at the time. It's been a challenge. We've we've had quite a lot of feedback that let's change the times. Um, even some very senior exec uh, who are chairs of businesses have questioned that they don't want to be called chairman. So, yeah. It's um, quite a hot topic at the moment. Okay, and so is that across the board then? Yeah, so we have branch chairs now rather Brilliant. than chairman. Brilliant, so, but is that coming into common parlance, kind of chair rather than chairman? Um, a mix, I think. The, of One of the things that I posted, I think I had one out of you know, 90 or so comments, and of course you hone into that one negative comment, <laughs> don't you? And you forget about all of the other positive comments. But the one negative was, well, surely chairman is a is a is a gender neutral term. Um, so yeah, all the others were going great. It's great to see this change. Um, so yeah, we will see, but absolutely, we're trying to change and make sure that it's still still with the times. No, that's brilliant. So not only are you now chair, national chair of women in property, but you're also a director of Stride Triglown. I did pronounce that right, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> and um, our topic of conversation today is about networking, um, the benefits of networking. So with that in mind, how did you get to be a director of Stride Triglown and chair of Women in Property? Yeah, well, it's been a quite a long journey, to be honest. Um, so it's interesting. If today we were talking in the office. I've been in the office today. Hey. That's quite exciting in the first instance, isn't it? Um, so uh, I'm almost at my 21st anniversary of being in the business. Uh, so I joined. Wow. I joined. At, yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, I joined in between part one and part two studying. So I studied at Bath University um, and there we were really lucky because we had a sandwich course. So um, I had two placements before going into my placement after part one. So I'd, I'd kind of tried out, you know, a, one, uh, a, a sole practitioner and I tried out a sort of mid, mid-sized business. And then I went for Stride to Clown, which was at that point not, not huge but it was bigger it was bigger and I absolutely loved it I fell, fell in love with um, the practice and the opportunities that were being presented qualified uh, and then post-qualification I was kind of thinking right and I think everyone goes through a bit of a like what now um, and I was hearing a bit about women in property and uh, in 2006 I joined as a member of women in property and that was kind of like my first 
first probably steps on to a bit of networking and, and opening it out. So, yeah, through my journey through Stride to Glown, um, opportunities have been presented. And certainly I've kind of worked across lots of different sectors. Uh, that has really opened my eyes to just trying something new and uh, those that will know me uh, my mantra is stand tall and sort of step outside of your comfort zone and I've really sort of taken those opportunities through through the years and that's kind of led me to where I am today in in a in trying to shortcut the story really um in terms of yeah a diverse kind of sector experience the women in property network that it's given me um, and certainly you know being able to call on friends and contacts through the industry um, and just yeah go go with everything that's presented you with you I'll probably say yes far too much um, <laughs> and that's something that I have been learning to perhaps start to say no to a few things uh, and yeah three women in property I was southwest regional chair back in 2017, 2018. So I know Lisa, you've done the, the Northwest chair um, post as well. So yeah, I did that and that was a massive springboard. That really was a game changer for yeah. me in terms of just the profile in the industry, uh, the, the opportunities that it was giving me, um, both through women in property and through the business and and then yeah joined the board back in January of 2020. You want to just hold that thought there? So did you hear me pause the recording there? <laughs> I don't know whether it records the the bit where it says this meeting is being recorded or not. <laughs> We'll find out <laughs> when we listen back. So where did we get up to? So you were talking about joining the board of Stride Glown. Yep. So I joined the board back in January of 2020. Uh, so joining that, looking forward to an exciting year ahead. And then 2020 uh, obviously ended up being uh, like it did. So quite a challenging time. And I, I actually started that year in New Zealand so actually on the 1st of January, uh, when my board position started, I was over the other side of the world in, in New Zealand and actually came back mid-January. And the in, you know the start of the pandemic was there and and literally within you know a month we were talking about working from home and, and then yeah, from from obviously mid-March we did. So getting to grips with a new role as a director. Mm -hmm. Although it was in a business, obviously, that I thought I knew really well um, in the role of as a director was particularly challenging in mm -hmm. what was a massive challenging time. How, how big is Stride? So how many offices, how many staff? What yep. does it cover? Yep. So we're nine offices. There's now currently about 340, 350 people. Wow. So converting that all through to working from home um, wow. sort of overnight. Um, and was, how many directors are there? So there's 15 of us around the board right. table. Yeah. yeah. All from different um, offices. Yeah. Yeah. So across across all the offices. Um, and, you know, we all have different sectors, sector experience, sector strengths, um, manage various different bits of the business. 
but it's been quite a positive experience really um straight from day one we instigated like weekly updates Mm. from from the senior team from Mm. the senior leadership team so that included the regional directors and directors we had uh you know company webinars very aware of trying to make sure we were being as transparent and open and honest as possible which has really been a path that we as a business have gone through across many years now um, as we've taken up employee ownership and and now yeah even this year uh, we have launched into a b certified business so we don't stand still we keep things moving sorry a b certified business so b corp b b corporation what's that so it's businesses who have been able to go through a a certified process to Mm. prove how they look at profit versus purpose and how they deal and work with people both in their business and uh, through their supply chain Mm. so it's uh, an initiative which um, is now growing quite increasingly uh, in the UK businesses like um Pocketee and Alp Kit for those love the outdoor or um, Beauty Kitchen for those um, trying to think of like different diverse companies. Essentially, it started in America um, and this year alone, since we certified, there has been an extra 50 other businesses. So it's now up to about 500 businesses in the UK quite new for the built environment Mm -hmm. Uh, we are the first large architects there was actually one other architect who had certified before us Um, but yeah a few project managers few developers um, you involved in the decision of of going down that route we all were as as a board but Mm -hmm. uh, my fellow colleague took us through the certification process which took over six months it was a long process Um, and it's reviewed every three years. So things like that, which prove that we can still keep working even in uh, quite difficult times. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm sort of going through the process of joining, joining the BFA, the British Franchise Association. And, and it, you know, it, it is like joining the RIBA or having, you know, as a, as a chartered practice, you've got your KPIs and you've got to produce all your documents and then they sort of rigorously check and test you. And um, yeah, it's ongoing. I, I will be there. I will we'll get it. <laughs> we will get there. Um, but uh, no, there's quite a few hoops to jump through. So coming back to the topic of uh, networking. Um, so do you remember your first networking event? Oh, no, not specifically, no. Mm. Um, but it would have been a women in property event where I'd probably be extremely nervous and very shy. And yeah, and for those that don't know me, I'm four foot 11. So amongst probably giants normally um, and find it very hard to kind of Uh, make a stance in a room as of old but I've now learned some really useful tricks um, to to do that and obviously is the the more you get known and more people that you can spot around a room and use as your um, you know guiding uh, contacts and and they can help introduce you there are there are various methods of being able to yeah 
get some confidence into a larger room um which feels really odd talking about networking in a room <laughs> because we haven't done it for so long oh i know well can you remember what your top tips were yeah so um i always try to get to events early hmm. um so that you aren't the last coming into a room where you know lots and lots of people are and and therefore it's quite hard to spot a few people so I would say you know first of all try and arrive as early as you can so that you're in the room and then you can see people come in so you can kind of identify who you might want to go and speak to obviously do your homework before the event that's part of the kind of saying yes to something that you're actually you're saying yes because there is a purpose to it you're not just rocking up to have a drink and have a bit of a chat. You know, you're either going there to learn something or go and speak to someone. So mm -hmm. work out who that actually is. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't know them by sight, then work out who might be able to identify that for you. So again, ask for a guest list. If you haven't been sent a guest list, ask for one so that you can do that homework beforehand. Um, and I mean, my, my main tips really for for people when they always say oh I don't know what to say or I can't I don't know everything so I can't I can't help would be I don't know everything no one knows everything um and that's actually quite a good reason to follow up with someone so if you're talking to them and suddenly they're asking you lots of questions and you're thinking oh, I don't know any of the answers is actually use that as a follow-up point so that you can go and do some homework put them in contact with someone um, and so you don't need to know everything as long as you've got a broader understanding and you can point them in the right direction the key thing there is not to blag your way through it um, be be yourself um, be authentic as well um, you know I've had some horror stories really through through some meetings where you just you just don't feel as though you know you you know you get to know the person and and they're putting on quite a front and that's really hard then to to build on that relationship build on the 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 kind of rapport that you're trying to um develop with these people so yeah be yourself and be polite and honest um really simple kind of um things that are in the everyday that you know people sometimes forget when they're actually talking to people so and listen listen to people as much as as talking to them I have been talked to in quite a lot of meetings and whether that's at an event or on a b2b meeting and it's 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 testing the amount uh, of people that when you say you're an architect they tell you what an architect is and what you do I'm like why are you telling me <laughs> it's like yeah do you find out anything do you want to talk to me you know clearly not that's you carry on telling me what an architect does that's 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 really good yeah yeah one i think one thing that i learned about networking is that you're not there to win business all you're doing is making it's the start of a relationship so if you meet someone um you know it's all about just arranging to go for coffee yeah and I, I think it's finding what suits you as well because I think everyone's got this perception that networking is about 
black tie dinners or mm. you know going out late and drinking lots or um you know going and doing lots of sport and things it's finding what you enjoy and actually then you find like-minded people and then actually you do build that kind of relationship and rapport and and then things will come from that mm. absolutely don't don't expect to be going to events and and winning winning work instantly if it happens then fantastic but it's about developing those contacts that mm. you can keep in con you know keep the the discussion going with and and then through that um you know through the good and the bad times hopefully great things will come from it it can take years of building up a relationship before you kind of get close to talking about work and winning work it's all quite, always quite daunting when you're in a, when in a large company and you're tasked with going out to network and you've got this expectation that you're going to come back with with work and I think that was the that that was my first experience and I just they were like well you know you're marketing you're allowed to go out network where's the work you're like no it doesn't happen like that it's not instant yeah well something that we're doing over the next month is is something called stride outside Mm. and it was it was suggesting that anyone in the business can go and set up and have a coffee with another consultant or a client or someone that they haven't seen for the last 14 15 months and just enjoy some of the June sunshine. I am looking out the window and it is sunny. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just think about that. And and that is as much about networking. And I think really, uh, and I, I listened to your your episode with Roxy recently. Mm. Fantastic. It's encouraging everyone of all levels to do it. It's not just down to the senior team, the directors to do that. So it's supporting and encouraging the younger staff to find their kind of areas and their networks and the groups of people that they will then grow up through the businesses um, and keep in contact with each other there are so many people that I have really had the pleasure of working with across the industry in you know the number of years and they are now doing great and grand things Mm. and we've kept in contact you know, it's been fantastic and you just see where people are moving and and uh doing doing some really incredible things and you think yeah I used to work with that person or we did this <laughs> together and now look at them so um but yeah people I think that's the thing the industry is quite a small small world and you've got to make sure that you don't make any enemies really um, because mm-hmm. you never know where they're going to turn up again so <laughs> <laughs> mm, that sounds like there's some in- interesting stories there <laughs> none at all I'm yeah, no enemies but I've heard some I've heard some horror stories and you do you do think oh yeah crikey yeah much rather forget get that but people people will turn up when you're least expecting it and you think crikey yeah I worked with them back in wherever it was um on that project and yeah it wasn't that great but yeah so um so tell me what have you got planned for women in property oh so yeah it's been a busy 
what three months in already so mm -hmm. the post started on the 1st of March mm -hmm. um, so like Stride Your it feels as though I'm running another business uh, so there are seven regions and then satellite branches so I'm uh, liaising with all the branch chairs we have a national meeting uh, and we have the advisory board meeting as well that goes with that so it's pretty it's pretty full-on but we have maintained lots of events through uh, COVID, through lockdown, and still a very active community to help support um, members through the thick and thin of, of COVID and, and emerging out. Um, but yeah, personally, um, I have just uh, recorded my second episode of the Stand Tool podcast. So we are looking at trailblazers in the industry. Uh, my first episode was with Alice Lamb from Land Aid. And uh, the recording that I've just done is with Priya Shah from uh, Bayman Property. Mm. And two amazing guests talking about just how they've got to where they've got to mm. um, and the challenges that they've faced. And so, yeah, really excited by that. Um, and I mean, just generally being a supportive chair to to outreach to all the members um someone that hopefully people can approach and say yeah how did you do that or what can i do uh, and yeah lead lead the way from that side so trying to kind of get everyone active and out and about as i'm i'm very big advocate of the great outdoors and doing things that hopefully make you feel better so we have a step challenge coming up at the end of june launching on the summer solstice oh so get involved lisa okay. get your get your team together okay. um it's a team for team of four people it's running yeah. for two weeks literally a, a step challenge so build yeah. as many you know walk as many steps as you yeah. can yeah and there will be prizes. Ooh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be keeping as a, as a member of a keen member of uh, Women in Property. I'll be keeping my eye out for that. No, definitely. We need you need to sign up before before the eleventh of June um, Ooh, right, with okay. the team. So yeah, this week right. if, if you if you're game for that. Right. And I'll, what I'll we're doing those emails. We're joining all the steps together from across the all the regions across the UK yeah. um, and then seeing if we can walk around the UK coast path so okay virtually <laughs> so team of four team of four yeah okay I will look into that and um, so how long's your term for so it's a year and that is that's a pretty good time actually it's not yeah. long enough in terms of making massive changes massive yeah. differences but it's certainly long enough trying to balance, obviously, a, a busy job and mm -hmm. all of that on top of it. Uh, How much time do you think it takes out of your diary? It's really hard because each day is different. Mm -hmm. And then I suppose because of the role that I have, I, I do mix a lot of, you know, speaking opportunities and uh, meetings, which can bo be both, you know, for specific work and women in property and that overlaps quite considerably but um yeah it, it, it's a lot of time there mm. are a lot of evenings a lot of weekends spent thinking about it if not actually doing stuff um and I would actually that's the, been the benefit of lockdown because you can you can flex between 
you know, a yoga class to a virtual webinar, et cetera, pretty easily. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty thankful, actually, that this has been a bit of a circuit breaker from the manicness of, you know, early morning events to late night events to, yeah, all those type of things. Mm. Mm. So that's cool. So um, if we had um, some sort of younger architects or young professionals listening in, what advice would you give? Certainly sort of going back to the networking um, topic. I would just get out there, get mm. out there and talk to people. And I wouldn't worry, you know, about not knowing everything. I would talk about what you're doing, talk about, you know, what your day involves, what projects you're working on, um, and actually just reach out to people that are all, all probably feeling exactly the same way that you're not quite sure what you're doing. I even still feel like that sometimes. So, um, you know, yeah, just as I said, be sort of present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about what you're doing at that time. Mm-hmm. Start thinking about how you might present yourself. So, you know, we talk about the elevator pitch, how you would introduce yourself um be aware that you need to adapt that for different situations as well so really think about who you're meeting what you need to kind of get across um and then yeah make sure you do your follow-ups um because you know there's no point just going out there talking to lots of people and then nothing do nothing with it so make sure you actually action and do something from that and that's where the good things come is when you actually start that discussion and and keep that going Mm. what would you say um I know I I used to face kind of criticism about being um sort of part of women in property um in terms of a female organization um would you what would you say the benefits of working of of networking in a kind of more female organization versus a um a, a general organization that's not quite the right term, but <laughs> I well, firstly, women in property is open to both men and women in terms of the events because we have members and non-members. So we do try and ensure that yeah, everyone feels welcome um, and attending that. But yeah, I mean, it's not for everyone, um, and there are so many different networking organisations and opportunities out there. Um, so I think do some research, find out what you think is interesting what are you actually looking for you know what type of events you want to do what activities what what type of seminars and things are you looking for and then use the chat rooms and um you know just be proactive um but yeah i think research and find out what what's what's kind of what what type of thing you're looking for Mm, so alina's just asked um what networking events would you recommend for young architects online and in person once COVID restrictions are lifted? Yeah, I mean, there are lots of, I mean, lots of kind of the um, the sort of younger versions of, of uh, grown-ups as the wrong word, but, you know, the, <laughs> the kind of the, the, the main, the main groups. And then there are um, the ones particularly aimed at graduates so I would look up the things like creation which was created for graduates um there is 
So is like, that an architect's one, the creative? It's not specifically, but I, I would say, I mean, from architects, the, the last thing you, maybe you want to be doing is socialising <laughs> with other architects. So true, yep. <laughs> um, I know that is quite, because I know a number of people go to like all the RIBA events and, which is great, absolutely, they are there, but you need to mix that with others because ultimately you want to be talking to the engineers, the project managers, the contractors, um, those are the people that you want to be networking with. Um, and so I would look at the FFT. I know if you haven't, Alina, listened to Roxy's um, podcast with Lisa recently. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's the Forum for Tomorrow, which is the, 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 the younger graduate version from FBE, the Forum for Built Environment. There's all the likes of BCO, NextGen, um there's uh, matrix mm -hmm. there's oh god there's a whole load of um other uh networking which are targeted for the graduates in the industry so um just search them out mm -hmm. and see 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 what what's what's there that's great advice um we're coming to the end of the podcast is there anything that you wanted to ask me about my franchise business at all <laughs> No, it's, it's great. I've, I've followed obviously quite closely Lisa in terms of, um, you know, through the connection that we had through Women in Property and uh, most recently in terms of what you've been doing. So, I mean, maybe there's something just as a comparison then as something that you have um, taken forward and how do you sort of now network uh, maybe slightly differently perhaps than when you're in sort of a big, big corporate business? Mm, mm. um well i'm I, I i've got two audiences two audiences that i'm trying to get to so one is um clients so who are consumers and so it's trying to work out where they hang out and a lot of our clients hang out on facebook so facebook groups is really good for us so for us it's it's getting involved in active facebook groups and kind of making friends there so it is networking but it's online mainly. Yeah. um so that is mainly for sort of consumers um and then on the franchise side i'm looking to uh, network with architects so I am looking you know <laughs> to go to those RIBA events where you're talking to architects however in Covid that's not happened because you know the, the events haven't been there and, and uh, some of the 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 RIBA events haven't um, they they've been there's been a lot of talking ones where you like lectures and webinars but not necessarily interactive um so i mean reaching out to people on linkedin is has worked really well for me just the podcast has worked really well and just you know inviting people on having a chat and i've actually made some really good contacts during covid online and i've never met them in yeah i mean linkedin is an absolute gold dust so yeah if anyone's listening then make sure that your profile's up to date and you've got a photo and you've thought about what you're saying in your profile and just go and do the 
the stalking and linking in with lots of people um it's definitely you know a great platform to search out and check people out before you go to an event or connect in with them post event um, and keep those discussions going so yeah absolutely well that's been brilliant we've actually come to the end of uh end of the podcast so thank you very much for coming on thank you thank you for the invite it's a pleasure so if you've enjoyed listening to um this podcast architecture in the den um it's available both on youtube and on spotify um and all normal podcast channels um if you like it please do like and subscribe and if you really like it and you want to come uh, and join me as a guest please get in touch it's uh, lisa rains r-a-y-n-e-s you can find me on most social media channels <laughs> okay so that's me saying goodbye thanks for coming <laughs>